0: Hello, welcome to the No Thoughts Head Empty Podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that's the official title, I just, um, I feel a great kinship with that name. Ooh, when I say I, who am I? No one really. Um, your average 20-year-old... <laughs> I'm just, like, trying to think, like, do I say woman, female... Child, I don't know. I feel like a child, honestly, but also not. It. Okay, this is a really, um. Bad introduction, but whatever. Um, I am making this because, you know, words. Uh, words written down. Oh my goodness when I have a lot on my mind, words written down on paper to write out my thoughts, that does not suffice. I need to talk it out. And honestly, I'm sick and tired of feeling like a burden to my friends and family (laughs) and um, having them ask me what's wrong or me just sharing. Of course, I always ask, hey, can I share this with you? You know, but at a certain point, it's a little bit Like, I feel bad, and then me feeling bad about it doesn't necessarily help me figure out what I need to feel like I hold back. Um, And I hope that if I ever publish this, that if someone that hears it can resonate at any sort of level that, um, you know, I'm here for commiseration time and to perhaps feel just that much more heard. Um well, where do I begin uh, what's what's on my what's on my empty, smooth brain today is um wait, hold on, have you guys seen that smooth brain meme? It's like my brain is smooth, so therefore I cannot think man i i wish I wish I had a nice little slug brain, but anyway um, what's on my, what's on my smooth brain today, it's giving it a couple wrinkles, um, is about the modern relationship, god, that's so cringe, but, like, seriously, um, I would, I wouldn't say recently, but, um, probably, like, about six, like, about five or six months ago, um, got out of a uh somewhat long term relationship that ended up being like extremely toxic, and the other person um like was asking me to change things about myself and about the way that I live my life so that it would be more of a convenience for him um which like just struck a bad chord with me. I mean, I don't know if that's selfish or not, or me being unwilling to change but it was things about like uh how much time I spent with my family or even just literally what I like to do in a day how I like to spend my time how I like to have free time sometimes that that was uh that I wasn't well in this person's eyes that I was not putting in any effort into the relationship which honestly is bs because uh um, I didn't necessarily feel comfortable like seeing him in per- in person because he would uh, see friends all the time and go out partying even when there was a even when there was the ban not to do so because it's coronavirus time and this was um, in the state that I live in this is uh, when everything was like on severe lockdown it was like you can't meet in groups of any number so this was. Um, like in april may ish so um that put a great strain on everything and it's like i don't want to be put in my apartment's noisy sorry i don't want to be put in a situation like that i mean uh people i live with my family all have underlying health conditions even um autoimmune problems so I mean, I felt like I was just doing the right thing, but whatever. So this is a long-winded way of saying that it ended terribly, and it was really long and drawn out, and this person um, would just consist just keep reaching out to me uh, to try and make amends and then, like, cancel the day of, uh, and that was very hurtful, um, obviously, because it's like I was like, okay, ready to talk about whatever, so, and this was, like, months and months after we had initially broken up, so I had already had time to think about it, I had written down um, well ahead what I had thought of, and I had uh, made, a, uh, made an audio thing too, obviously, like, to talk things out um, about how I was feeling, um, so I had been ready for months to talk about it, and then it would just, like, keep canceling, keep canceling, and then, <laughs> there's a little bit of humor in this, he would um, send me payments on Venmo <laughs> with... With the comment being like, please talk to me, take me back, all the stuff. I was like, come on, man, this is, <laughs> this is, this is far too much, far too late. Um, it was really difficult to get back up on my feet. Um, I, in high school and whatever, I was not really one to date, didn't have much experience in that. Um, this was my first, like, real adult relationship, um, and so having to let go of that, having to let go of that, um, person that you shared that sort of bond with, um, because, you know, it, loneliness for a significant other is distinct, um, I think so, because loneliness for friendship, I do do not have that. I That's that's not to say that I don't have that, or excuse me, it's not to say that I have like an endless amount of friends. I think I have like five close friends I talk to, maybe even four or three like on a regular basis that I trust and everything. So that that is intrinsically different from um, an absence of romantic love, an absence of um, support that comes from Uh, a place that is not purely platonic or familial um and that was I think the most difficult part because I knew in my mind that this person was not right for me it was uh, also difficult for um, a number of other reasons I'll probably mention later but um it's just missing like that connection so it took me a very long time um to sort of, like, get back on the horse, (laughs) if you will, about, um, like, doing things with individual purpose, uh, because, um, then having to start school, I felt like I was just a machine, like, I would work to keep my mind off of things, and because of that, my grades are (laughs) excellent, (laughs) if I do say so myself, but, um, Spiritually, on the inside, I was feeling, like, incredibly hollow. And this is, I I think, um, a time that only exacerbates feelings of loneliness because it is... I mean, we're all supposed to isolate ourselves for the um, health of the general public, and I 100% agree with that. Um, and it has taken a great toll on me... Specifically, and I'm not saying that this is the worst problem I've ever dealt with. I'm not saying that um, this is unique to me, and a certainly, certainly, many other people have it much worse than I do. But this is just me talking from my own experience about um, my life. So I don't think someone can be wrong talking about their own experience. But I'm um, but in. Whatever I say, just a disclaimer, I'm not trying to make any sort of comparison or draw any sort of pity. I just simply would like to share and talk it out. So, I hope that that is respected by the general public or the two rats that will listen to this po- to this uh, podcast if, if I publish it. But anyway, so, on to phase two. Um feeling okay about things in general um doing things with newfound purpose excitement i will say i dyed my hair (laughs) um got some new ear piercings you know like just trying to liven it up trying to have myself feel better because i don't know what aspect of myself this comes from but um physical change um and also taking care of myself physically like uh exercise, um, nice baths, you know, eating well, um, uh, just sort of makes me feel like I am capable of taking care of myself. Um, and is like, you know, it's like a little bit of love that you give to yourself. So, um, instead of seeking an outside source, you can do it for your own benefit. Um, and that feels nice too but sometimes you get sick and tired of that and that doesn't suffice. And I must say, I I definitely do, um, I, I do notice that I'm on my phone, uh, scrolling TikTok or like Instagram much more than I think I ever have, uh, out of sheer boredom and loneliness. Um, and because of that, you know, I, I don't know what side of TikTok I'm on. But the the algorithm has got me pegged. Man, is a lonely ass bitch. But um, there's so much like couples content out there, and I just like <laughs> the best way I can sum it up is like if you go to the comments of like any of these cheesy couples, like hugging or kissing or whatever, like top comment is always like pain <laughs> or like or, like hey God, it's me again. <laughs> um. And, you know, that's just the two perfect ways to sum up uh, my thoughts about that. So that wasn't helping much either. So I thought to myself one day, I woke up feeling pretty good. And I thought to myself, you know, fuck it. We're getting back on Tinder. We're getting back on Tinder, getting back up on the horse. And listen, I know Tinder guys are slimy and smarmy. And I thought (laughs) myself in the moment, I was like, it's fine. I'm just trying it out, you know Until um, I started talking to this one guy I thought he was funny off the bat You know how it goes Um, We literally stabbed each other For a whole week And just a side note That was was the first warning Like when someone only gives you Their snap (laughs) Um, And You know Not to be like crass or anything But he was being like as I put it, when I told my friends about it, I was like, he's being respectfully horny on Maine," You know, like, <laughs> like clearly expressing interest, but not in, like, a weird way that I felt uncomfortable or anything. Um, and, like, we genuinely had, like, nice exchange, conversation, whatever. Um, and he asked me uh, to go get coffee with him one day and then, like, to hang out for a whole day. And I thought that would be really nice. That would be good. And it was kind of a shock to the senses because um, I think a way that I deal with um, like being lonely is that I sort of convince myself that I'm better off by myself or that um, I am not anyone's type, so why expect anyone to like you? And that has been my mentality for so long of my life. I'd say, you know, probably most of my short 20 year lifespan that is just sort of like it's so ingrained in me that I don't even give it a second thought like that it's so ingrained that that's the lens through which I look um at any romantic offer or anything it's just like well um I don't see myself as like necessarily cream of the crop uh look wise I mean I think I'm fucking hilarious so I mean, I guess I got a bit of an ego there, but, um, sort of, like, if an offer comes along, I just sort of take it. Even, even if I am suspicious, like, I just take it because in my mind it's like, well, this is the last one ever. This is a fluke. This is, this is sheer luck that this has happened to you. Which, listen, I know, I know that's fucked up, but, (sighs) I'm just relaying what happened. Um so we're talking uh he was in a different state for a couple of days he was um up north in uh at his friend's like lake house or something and they were um spending the weekend up there and he wanted to see me on a sunday so i was like all right cool you know no problem and he told me that he would uh tell me when he was back in town he said he'd be back around like seven i think and that he wanted to go take a shower, so he'd meet me at um, the place. Oh, also, he ended up changing plans to go get food first, since he'd be back a bit later at night. And I thought, okay, no problem. So we're gonna meet up at uh, at eight, you know. So I got I got ready, look well, cute as hell, by the way. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm such a person like, if I'm not early, I'm late you know like I just even being on time to me is like cutting it close which is so stupid it's like the anxiety in my brain so anyway that's just to say that I was uh ready a bit before I had to leave just sitting around on my phone um and I saw that I got a message from him and I was like oh he's probably saying he's on his way or something much to my surprise I opened the message and it's this like paragraph of him saying that uh He's sorry, but he has to cancel because, um, he wants to stop this cycle in his life of like matching with people on Tinder, going on a date, hooking up, and then just like leaving, which, you know, classic, (laughs) I'm sorry for saying this, classic Sagittarius behavior. Um, because, uh, as y'all well know, um, on, on Snap, you could like see their, their sign. They have a, I think it's still, if you have an iPhone and your friends, but anyway, so um, classic Sagittarius behavior. I was absolutely ghosted, and then like immediately after, didn't even have a chance to respond. Um, I was uh, unadded, and then I was like, what "Let's see if he's, like if I still can send him something on Tinder." Nope, I had he had unmatched with me on Tinder and it was this long and he had said also that like that he felt bad that he just wanted to hook up with me and that he thought I was like too cool of a person for him that like I deserve better like he didn't want to hurt me which is you know bullshit but but then again that's still baffling to me because uh, there then there might, I don't know where that came from like is it because something better had come along and he was like Trying to make me feel better about it. And then that night was literally awful. I went into like a spiral. I was like, I am just straight up not good enough. Like, not even good. So, number one, not good enough to take out on a date because that was canceled. And second of all, not good enough even just to like hook up with like for one night. Which, I mean, not that that's where I should get my sense of worth, but hey, come on. I'm. I'm a woman, a young woman in the 21st century, man. Like, what else am I fucking valued for, you know? So, uh, that was a pretty big shock to the senses. And then um, I had, t- and then a few of my friends knew that I was going out on this date or that I would be. Um, and they said, like, oh, how'd it go the next day? And I told them, like, well, you know, strangely enough, I was stood up and... Much to my uh, hurt and surprise, the response was generally like, oh, well, what did you expect? Like, that's just how college guys are. From friends that um, are, like, literally not in my same position, uh, friends who have a significant other, uh, friends who don't go to a Big Ten school, not to put myself on blast, but I do go to a Big Ten school, so it's sort of like different culture, I suppose, and I'm like, then, you know, what, why do you have those judgments, which, you know, may be accurate, but still, like, it, it, I, I, I don't know, and I'm not saying that, like, they should have responded in in any other way, Uh, all I'm saying is that it just felt, like, completely, uh, in, in, invalidating of my experience, which was also difficult, and I was like, ah, just kick me, kick me while I'm down, universe, thank you I'll have another swiftly to the backside. side <laughs> um so that was very strange um but then like talking it out with um a close friend of mine here on campus uh he's saying like well you know it's strange that he was the one that invited you out and all this stuff and that he chickened out like maybe it's that uh like he did like you or did sort of respect you in a way, so, like, he, like, that's what kind of snapped him out of it, and I was like, I don't know about that, I don't want to give myself too much credit, but, anyway, so that was, like, my first attempt after having a very tumultuous and difficult, um, strained nine-month relationship, and then that, so that was just sort of, like, oh, man, I need to, (laughs) I need to never get on this fucking app again, (laughs) and then, and then in classic me fashion, I went back for round two, ladies and germs. I went all the way back around to the app uh, last Wednesday. Oh man, oh man, it's almost going to be a week. Excuse me, it burped. Um, time goes by so fucking fast. Side note, um, but okay, so I go back on there just swiping for funsies, you know, it, it, it happened to be a week that I didn't like have any exams on Friday, which is like normally how things go. So it was Wednesday night. I had like run some errands, was feeling all right. Cleaned up my apartment. And I was like, you know, I've, I've definitely got it together. I'm going to go back on Tinder. So I did, you know, match with this nice dude. Um, like immediately just got to talking, like had a nice personality and I was like, yeah, wow this is cool. Um and he uh shared with me after we had made plans to meet up um just texting. Oh and also he asked for my like cell phone number, which is strange and I was like, okay, is this a green flag or is it neutral? <laughs> but I was like, that's that's unique, someone asking just um for the cell number. And I was like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. So then he shared that he had just gotten out of a 2-year relationship. Um and that it had been strained for various reasons, including him um, being gone for extended periods of time due to military service. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, thanks for sharing. And and that he didn't want that to get in the way of us having a great time. Um, and that he thought I was really cool and all this stuff. And I was like, wow. Well, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate the um, openness, you know, the honesty. Uh, so that to me was even more encouraging. I was like, all right. Definitely, you know, so the date went extremely well, uh super nice guy, um like just so he wanted to go get coffee, um, and he like just no hesitation, like paid for my drink, and I was like, oh my God, okay, okay, like my ex would always like have us go fifty fifty, <laughs> so like not to say that that's wrong, but I'd say that um on a first date like that's especially nice, so that that was definitely a major point, um whole night, like, conversation did not die down. I really appreciate someone that's, like, chatty and likes to talk, because that's how I am, uh, just going back and forth, um, had an excellent time, uh, we went back to my place, uh, because our conversation had started with, um, us talking about, like, movies and stuff, and I- am an unapologetic huge fan of the american pie series <laughs> so i was like oh my god i have the first one um in my dvd collection yes i do have dvds and so we came back watched it um but also like talking the whole time uh very very sweet guy like pretty much made it clear that um like even the oh no no, no this was not so we were talking about um like plans in the future, uh both of us have this have a similar uh career path in mind with um similar ideas for post undergrad. We wanted to go to the same school. So that was like unique and kinda cool and we're like, hey, like that's really interesting. Um so had a good night. Um I will say whispers, um hooked up, you know. And that was nice, too. It was, like, very, uh, very respectful, I would say, which is rare, you know. But, um, so after that, it was, like, uh, just, you know, talking, just getting his stuff to to leave. Um, he started going on this, like, long-winded thing about how even though, um, we're both not ready to be in a relationship. I definitely am not okay i am t- my brain has been so bullied by men i like <laughs> i don't think I can do it right now um but that he's like i definitely still like want to keep in contact and like still hang out and all this stuff um and that we'll probably know each other for a while since we have like similar plans on to onto grad school and like i'll see you around there like. And I was sort of um, not taken aback in a bad way, but sort of like, well, that's 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 very nice and thoughtful that like he's um, here acknowledging that he he does like me. And I and I did ask, Okay, I know it's cringe, but I was like, I was like, I don't even know the way I said it, but essentially asked um, if he liked me, you know. And he was like, "Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have done what we had done if I didn't like you, and I think you're really great to talk to, and blah blah blah." Lies. No, I'm kidding, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was good. Um, the next whole day we we're like chatting back and forth, um. But then, like, he kept le- leaving me on open, which, like, honestly, is not a big deal, but to me, it was sort of like, uh oh, did I did I get played?" <laughs> you know. Um, and I had offered later, I was like, oh, if you wanted to come over, um, on Sunday, like, I'm not doing much, uh, we could just hang out for a bit, like, watch a movie or something. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely, I'll let you know if I, like, get enough work done that I feel, like, alright to go over, and I was like, okay. So, Sunday, yesterday, uh, just chilling, you know, I had, like, some work to do, but I finished it relatively early in the day, so I told him again, I was like, hey, don't forget, um, let me know if you're available, and he was like, oh, yeah. So then, for I know it, it's like nine at night, like no answer. So I was like, okay, what the fuck? And I had been left on red for about, um, for about like an hour and a half or so. So I was like, eh, probably like doesn't want to answer because he can't come over. Like I have friends that do that. they like, if they can't, like if I ask them to do something, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and they can't, they just like don't answer instead of telling me that they can't, which is annoying, but I know it's a thing that people do so I sent him a thing I was like I sent him a text I was like um uh haha like I hey if you're busy man like just tell me like I get it we can schedule like a different time and his response is like yeah I'm gonna be busy for pretty much like the next two weeks (laughs) so um yeah I don't think like anytime soon which okay side note a very important side note um where I go to school currently, um we have two more weeks until Thanksgiving break. And then after Thanksgiving break they're like, Everyone should stay home. Uh don't come back to campus unless like you have an apartment or which I do, but I'll probably be staying home. Um or wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Essentially don't come back after Thanksgiving break, um, we don't want to get anybody infected. And after Thanksgiving break, if you had an in-person class, it's online now. Well, all mine are online, so it doesn't necessarily apply to me. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's a key point to know that like there's essentially two weeks left to be down here and that he says specifically, yeah, i am be busy for the next two weeks. (laughs) Like, so me in my mind, I'm like, is this like some cop out answer like to not have to see me again before <laughs> before break and then he can like just kind of fuck off and like ghost me then. So, that was my initial response. Um asking around, people were like, "Um that's weird. <laughs> like maybe he is actually busy." And like honestly, he's given me no reason like to think he's not a truthful person. Uh we were talking and he's like he's like I find it like impossible to lie to people like why would I play with someone's feelings like that which you know maybe that's just like something nice he said but I am really working on taking people's words that they tell me at face value and trying not to like assume that there's some underlying message so this is a challenge for me in just believing what I'm being told so to wrap up this uh text exchange then I answered um I was like uh so, are you saying, like, you don't want to hang out again? Like, I'm just trying to clarify. And he's like, no, no, no. Not at all. Um, maybe not enthusiastic, but just, just like, no, I do want to hang out again. It's just, um, I, you know, like, when you have those weeks where uh, work gets really intense, you know, and you don't have time for much else. Like, totally. That was me the last fucking four weeks in a row. Like, three exams a week. So, I understand (laughs) um and I was like okay okay um sure like just let me know if you are free at some point you know because like that's something else but okay sorry my my synapse is just fucking finally fired and I made a realization it was like uh this is another thing that I see in a couple close friends of mine that um uh, when they're very busy or have like a lot of deadlines um all around the same time or oh, no or especially like i see this especially around finals time um like that if they've got a big project or something that it's like n- it's just radio silence until the project is over which is the complete opposite for me i like t- work in time to make breaks and like see people for like whether it be a half hour like go to dunkin together like oh you're doing this too okay then let's do it together and like have a mental break you know Um, that's what I like to do. And I can't expect other people to, like, have the same mindset as me. But it is something that I am, like, aware of. That that's sort of a thing that people in my life do. So maybe this is what he's doing also. Um, just, you know, feels, like, strange and weird to kind of, like, be jilted like that. And that he wouldn't want to, like, even just tell me, like, oh, yeah, I can't come over. Um, which is fine, by the way. Like, I don't like the feeling when I feel like people are afraid to tell me something because of how I react when I've given them no reason like to be afraid. Uh, but that's a whole other topic. Um, just essentially, like I am so. Uh, like. The emotions, the the impact of them are totally deadened by like all this bullshit I've gone through. So um, I don't feel like strongly about it. But then again, I do. And I am just hopeful that it's not, like, an excuse uh, to not see me again. I don't think I was that uh, awful, egregious in any sort of way that would make him not (laughs) want to talk to me anymore. Um, Or maybe I'm, like, being too sensitive and reading into this. I don't know. But, hey, what am I supposed to do, you know? This stuff is sensitive. Relationships of any kind, you can... Talk until you're blue in the face about how it's just for fun and it's not serious and whatever else. But at the end of the day, it is. H- human emotions are difficult, finicky, and honestly precious. So I don't want to like waste any unnecessary energy on this worry if it is totally unfounded. Which any worries i have right now are totally unfounded if i took all his words at face value so i will be um other green flags from that night um <laughs> he voted for biden yay <laughs> so that's excellent um's going on telling me about like how he's not a fan of like military attitudes towards minorities and women um members of the um, LGBTQ plus community. So I was like, okay, nice. Finally someone who like I align with uh, as far as, you know, morals and how you treat your fellow man or woman person. Um, So I think those are all good things, but then it's always like, well, is this performative activism? And then we get into the loop again, (laughs) Of doubting what people tell you. Or what people tell me, I should say. I don't know about you. But. Yeah. That's pretty much what's been on my mind. Uh, I've had a few few friends that have gone through similar things of talking to someone. Uh, You know, they're really great. You hang out like one night and then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely we'll keep in touch. And then just nothing. Which. You know, I've never done that to anybody. Uh, Doesn't mean I shouldn't expect that to happen to me, but Jesus. Like, if you do that, I'm sorry. You're, you are categorically one of the worst people in the world. Like, why lie? Not to say that I've never lied, but I don't lie anymore. Because I see, like, the terrible impacts that it has. So, you know, just, just some food for thought. So I'm sat here, uh, had an apple today, had an extremely difficult time getting out of bed, um, mainly because of all these thoughts, you know, but I can say, wash my face, put on makeup, uh, ate an apple, wearing nice comfy clothes, Uh, went to my first class of the day, logged on to that fucking Zoom. You already know how it is, thermodynamics, (laughs) but um, yeah, so things will be fine. Uh, will I resort to witchcraft? Maybe. I'm kidding. kidding. Or am I? (laughs) Ladies and germs, you are witnessing um, firsthand me thinking about witchcraft to get this dude to frickin' be honest. So I just wanted to share that little bit about a glimpse into... No Thoughts, Head Empty, uh, Dating Edition. Um, will I still dress up and go to Target and put on pheromones just to have the satisfaction of men staring at me because I am fucking hot? Yes. That's another thing. I bought pheromones off uh, Amazon because TikTok sort of made me do it. Um, I am a slave to mass media. And... They fucking work. Sorry, like you, and they are unisex ones. So, anybody, literally anybody, uh, get them. They smell different on everyone. Uh, mine has a nice fruity, peppery smell. Um, this is this is not an ad, obviously, but please. Um, I think it's called Pure Instinct. It's like a little like purple and glass uh, roller thing, like a little little vial. You can roll it on uh, like your neck or your wrist or wherever else. Uh, and I'll just tell you that, that 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 works. So if you want an instant confidence boost, which I think I will be doing later today, get dressed up, you know, put on, put on the fit, make the fit go stupid. Uh, put on some pheromones, str- stroll into Target. Um, what, oh, I actually do have to get more Kleenex. Not because I've been crying or anything. It's just, I <laughs> just have allergies. <laughs> But anyway, um, thanks for listening. I hope that maybe you've resonated. Um, If you wanted to leave a comment (laughs) about a similar situation or maybe your take on this, that would be excellent. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, so thanks for listening. Have an excellent day. And remember, if you have no thoughts, they cannot hurt you. Keep that brain smooth. Love you guys. Thank you for listening.